Okay, Donalex, what is the story behind Sheepdog? Sheepdog, yes. This page has lots of images with trail and starts with something called spices, but it's secretly Sheepdog. The story of Sheepdog, this is, it's a, it's a fun story for how utterly unrelated the first and last card are. But the story actually starts with uh, this outtake from Empires, uh, Spices, a treasure with plus one buy. When you play this, it's worth a coin per buy you have. I was really enamored with this idea because it's like a bridge that lets you pile up the money on one purchase, right? So if you get four bridge effects, or if you, excuse me, if you have a bridge effect and four buys, you get essentially plus four coins in that four cards are one coin cheaper, right? Uh, but it's all spread out. It's one coin on each of these cards. Obviously, there's all the other things Bridge does, like, you know, work with workshops. Um, but with this card, you have those four buys, you just get four coins. So you could put it all towards a province instead of one coin on each of four things, right? And it's a thing about Bridges that you get this... You get this particular kind of game, and any new bridge really wants to make that game different, not just the bridge experience again. Uh, and so I was really thrilled with Spices for being this potential way to give us a different bridge experience. There are actually three versions of Spices, and I've only depicted one because they're all identical. So the first version was a pile, and eventually we got to the point, I know uh, Last Footnote complained about it a bunch before I finally gave in. But uh, we eventually got to the point where it was clear that you had all these games where you just wanted to buy lots of spices because spices gave plus one buy and it countered your buys. So if you play five of them, they give you plus five buys and then they each make six coins with your default buy. And that is just the thing to do. And it, was, it, it had fewer parts than a bridge deck because with, the, with bridges, you need the action so you can play all the bridges and the draw so you can get all the bridges and with spices, uh, it's a treasure, so you didn't need actions. Uh, you just needed to draw the spices and play them. And so eventually we got sick of this experience. But before I let it go, I put it in a split pile. I think it was, it was where plunder is. And I also put it in another split pile that empires had for a while that was, uh, you know, there were the, the castles that were all victory cards, and there was another pile that was all treasures. And like the knights, they were shuffled and just trying to be about as good. And we endlessly had problems with this pile where it would get stuck on one card. You know, the cards weren't all generic. They had different reasons you might want them. And so we would get to the one that you didn't want. You know, not that it was just awful in general, but we sure don't want it here. And then that's it. The pile's dead. It was, the pile was just endlessly dead. You know, one card was bought or something. And so... uh so yeah, so Spices tried out for these other two things, but looked identical, and then it died. And so then we move forward to a side story that we'll factor in later for a different card, and this is in Renaissance. And this card is called Silversmith. Plus one coffers, gain a silver. You may discard two cards to take the Master's Anvil or the Master's Hammer. So this was, uh, this was at a point when the artifacts weren't working out as well as I'd wanted, and I needed to somehow fit two more in because I wanted to do five if I was doing them. And so I tried some cards that had two artifacts, and uh, this was one. And so the hammer says when you play a silver, plus one coffers. 
And the anvil says when you gain a card in your action phase, plus one card, plus one action. So these all combine with the silversmith itself. So if you had them both, then of course your silvers would be better. And playing silversmith would be a cantrip. There were multiple versions of this, but that's not so relevant for our story. Really what we're interested in here is anvil. My memory is that this card, that there this card was just insane and you know, not the kind of insanity that I managed to fix up for Renaissance. So sometime later, here we are in Menagerie, and I tried this card, Toll Road, and it was trying to be a fixed version of Spices. And so one of the issues with Spices was that it was so easy to build the Spices deck. So I switched it from being a treasure to an action. So this one says, plus one buy, plus two coins. This turn, when you gain a card, plus one coin. Uh, so it can still do the thing of giving you a coin per buy. Although, uh, since it didn't do it up front, you might have to like buy some coppers to get to the eight you wanted or whatever, right? But you know, if you had four buys, you could buy three coppers and then you'd have plus three coins to put on the last buy. So it still does that trick, but not as well. And it was not satisfying that you had to do that it really wanted it to be like spices where you got the money all at once in a lump so then there follow a few versions which are now called trail that try to do this hopeless thing of letting you get the money whenever you want so it says uh cantrip once this turn plus one coin per card you've gained or trashed this turn so the trash is trying to give it more utility and so it's just at some point i'm going to say okay now i take all the money so it's possible that you, uh, you know, you have, like, this is another thing about Toll Road. Toll Road was really mathematically tricky. Like, you wouldn't guess looking at the card. You would, you know, play one and gain a card and play another, and it would be, you couldn't even recreate what, it's, what had happened in order to try to figure out how much money you were at. And uh, it was really problematic that way. And so this once this turn thing was also trying to address that. And uh, I'm just looking at the old secret history. Yes, the math was too much. So I tried these versions. And so then we have one that says anytime this turn and one that says sometime this turn. And this is, this, this is a, a thing I've tried on a couple cards. And uh, I know one of them... It's something to do with Hunting Lodge. Uh, one of them said, uh, you know, this turn when nothing is happening. Because, you know, what I mean is, like, oh, in between playing cards. But I don't, I can't say in between playing cards, because I also want you to be able to do it after playing cards, where there might not be one coming next. Like, it's not in between if we don't know there's another one. And, uh, and before playing cards. And, uh, you know, I never had a good wording for that. Uh, it, it works if you can really let it happen anytime, but you can only do that if nothing could ever trigger on it. So like I do that now for coffers, for turning coffers into coins, but nothing cares about you turning coffers into coins. Stuff does care about if you have coins, but it'll be very clear you did it before or after that. But you can't, you know, you don't trigger, you don't convert a coffers into a coin in the middle of resolving a card and have that 
cause some other thing to happen. So we're doing some other card in the middle of a card that shouldn't have happened. Obviously in Dominion now you can do this eight ways from Sunday, but still this is over the line. Uh, so anyway, uh, so there are all these versions that tried to mess with that. Uh, so then we have one that's uh, at the far right, a buy in two coins. The next time you gain a card this turn, plus one coin per card you've gained this turn. So it, it's it's moved away from this ridiculous timing that never works and has just cemented it as the next time you gain a card. And uh, so I wasn't happy with any of these. And so finally I realized that this thing where I was trying to have it be that you know you could do this effect at this point in the turn when it was relevant, that's really a reaction. And I should just make it a reaction. And then you could do it right when you wanted to do it. And so the next trail says gain a silver. When you gain a card, you may reveal a copy of trail from your hand once for plus one card, plus one action. So the gain of silver lets us trigger it. So we know there's a way to usefully do it because otherwise it could be like the only way you can do it is to buy a card and then play this and it's useless then. So it gains a silver and it limits you to revealing one trail because it's just revealing it. And otherwise you could reveal trail over and over, draw your whole deck with one trail. And this is a problem that reactions had that was finally solved here. Uh, <laughs> but the traditional reaction, the very beginning, at the very beginning of the game, reactions were cards you played in an unusual time. And early on, I shifted away from that to revealing them just 100% because of moat. Because playing moat to stop an attack wasn't good enough because you're playing in a four-player game and the next player attacks. And I totally could have made it like you play moat to stop an attack and then it works until your next turn. Uh, but somehow I didn't. And instead it's this thing where you, you reveal it and it goes back to your hand. And so then reactions kind of tried to do that. And I realized, of course, you know, the reaction type wasn't limited to that. And like tunnel is like you reveal it when you discard it. The reaction type is just alerting you to the fact that you can use it at a weird time. But, uh, you know, when you wouldn't be paying attention to the card, so it wants to be a different color and say, look at me, you could do me. But still, you know, these reactions were all you reveal it at this certain time to do things. And so that causes these issues where you can you can go infinite with these various effects. And how do you deal with that? And in, it's a problem even with moat, right? Because you can just flash moat forever and lock up the game. And of course, in real life, this isn't an issue uh, because... It's clear you're not doing anything. And online, it's not an issue because we don't let you. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, and so this is a tortured thing. And so it's like there was this card, uh, Battlements. It was a very early card that was someone else played an attack. You could play Battlements and draw two cards. So it was a, it was a, uh, you know, a plus two cards, which we call moats, but let's not be confusing here. A plus two cards effect that became a lab if you got attacked, right? And it didn't work when I shifted to you just reveal them. And in the end, I did that effect as horse traders, where it's this convoluted thing that's tons of tiny print, where you put the horse traders into play so that, you know, you set the horse traders aside, you know, but essentially like putting it into play, you set it aside to track the fact that we only got to do it once. Uh, so anyway, so trail here is still mired down in this whole business. Then you see me messing with this a little no, the next version is just a coin cheaper. Somehow that costs five. And then the next version is plus one action, gain a silver. When you gain a card, you reveal a trail from your hand once for plus one card. So I moved the plus one action 
to when you play the card so that you're not getting plus one action when you when you can't use it is a thing. And uh, that was the thing I worried about a bit here, as we shall see. And so the next trail, so it turns out we don't really want to gain all these silvers. So the next trail is plus one action, gain a card costing up to three. This wasn't impressive either. So the next one just gains you a gold. Gain a gold. When you gain a card, you reveal a trail once for a plus one card. Then I had the brilliant idea that I didn't need to do this whole once business if instead of plus one card, it drew you up to six. You know, as usual, without, without consulting the secret history, I don't know if someone suggested this or if I thought of it. But there it is, someone's brilliant idea. When you gain a card, you reveal this from your hand to draw until you have six cards in hand. So you can reveal all the trails you want. Uh, <laughs> you know, you, you pop out at six cards. So finally, I thought of playing the trail. And this was just such a key thing. And now you guys have a pile of these cards, right? And they go back to like, uh, like there's a new Battlements in Hinderlands in, as Guard Dog, right? They're, they're in the second editions, and they're in the last few expansions, and it's these reactions that just say you play it. And when you play the reaction, it goes into play. That used it up. It deals with this whole revealing it once per turn thing in just the, the best possible way. And it's, you know, at this point, it's clear, like, this is what reaction should have tried to be just the whole time, which is similar to what they initially were. <laughs> um, so anyway, so this trail says choose one, gain a gold, or plus one card per card you gain this turn, because I was still set on it needed to give you a way to trigger it. And then the effect we actually wanted was to draw card was to get a bonus per remember it goes back to spices. We wanted to get like plus one coin per uh card you gained this turn. Only you make it a card instead of a coin because I, I guess I missed this when I was explaining this, but cards don't need to be tracked in the way coins do, because you just drew the card. That's tracking it. Uh, so that was a key advance from Toll Road when I switched to drawing cards uh, with uh, that first trail. And I also missed tying it into Anvil there. So you see that that first blue trail says, you reveal a copy of trail from your hand once for a plus one card, plus one action. So the plus one card is simplifying the math, because now we don't need to track this number. And then... At that point, it was reminiscent of Anvil because now it was this effect where you, you could play your workshop and have it be a cantrip. You know, this wasn't lost on us because we'd had the Anvil experience. And so now, oh, now it's a new version of Anvil and not so much a new version of Spices. So anyway, so this, uh, this last trail here, you know, so you could play it and just gain a gold or draw some cards. But also anytime you gained a card, it could leap out of your hand. And that could be to gain a gold. So that's also nice because it could be like it's, this is useless, but it's my buy phase, and I have one buy, and hey, I'll get this gold with it, right? It gave you plus one action on your trail. Or, you know, you could play one trail to gain a gold and then play another one to draw a card. Yeah. And so, you know, this was like such an improvement, but it was like, well, you know, the core concept just requires us to draw cards, and it doesn't need to be a formula, and it could just be plus two cards. And <laughs> there it is, Sheepdog. <laughs> and Sheepdog is just such a... Pretty elegant card. It's so streamlined. It's so straightforward. Right, the top is just vanilla, and the bottom is is pretty vanilla. Right, when you gain a card, you may play this. It's a it's a it's a very simple ability, and and yet uh, you know I adore it. I think this is just a, an amazing card. And there is the concern, of course, running through all these versions that oh, what if this game? There's no way to trigger this. 
And uh, in the end, I lived with that, and it was fine. <laughs> um, so this is a, it's a noteworthy story for how different it is from the initial inspiration, which was this card spices, a, a coin per buy you have, and how it, you know it's a very simple card, but it went through all these versions, doing all these things to get to that point. Hey, Bards, what do you have for us today? You gave high fives, but then went not so fast. Deceptively, I'm no more draw than vaults. It's come to pass, the joke's on you at last. Some say it's that old Baba Yaga's fault. The kingdom's renovating with the times. Yes, even way out in the hinterlands. With fewer duds, they're no longer inclined toward terminally sifting through bad hands. Thematically ambassadorial, with silvers as the treasure passed about, we gather here in grim memorial to mourn a card that came then went back out. I bid adieu, majestic embassy. Sincerely signed, one who remembers ye. Thank you, Jane Ailes, for the diplomatic tribute to embassy.